With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. So everybody got disconnected, huh? Yeah. The call ended. We all got dropped. I thought that was my telephone. I thought it was AT and T cutting up on me. <laughs> no, that was that was the five hour mark. Okay, but um, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, you know something. Um, it's almost like Premier saying the dead is waking it up. Huh. I said, um, the thing that's come to mind in me is that the dead is wakening up and that it's time to open up the um, the steel factory. And you know, like with the steel factory, if you decide you want to open it up, you got to do it. You got to get it started um, years before it actually opens to get your hot enough to be able to melt down that steel. And the calf has been in existence for how long? Is and the cow? Community? Huh? Did you say the cow? Yeah. It's been in existence oh. for how long? I haven't the foggiest idea. I really it's, don't know. It's been there for a while. But like you okay. said, all these people came together and then they wound up becoming a community. Right. Okay, but the, the purpose of you all coming together was one thing, but after you all came together, your eyes was open, mm-hmm. and you all started realizing, and you just started recognizing your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Realize right. your neighbor wasn't your en- enemy. Right. And out of that, you're starting to come together. So now you're melting together. Yeah. You're able to yeah. form. You're able to create bigger and better things to bring people together. Mm-hmm. And out of that, you're going to be a flagship because once other people see what you all are mm-hmm. putting into um, position to do, it's going to catch on like a fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You are so right, Renee, because... That's what we were saying once we, you know, and I said we have to, that's, and that's why, because we said, wow, you know, this is a small group. I said, I know. There is, this group right here is very intentional. I said, when you are in a birthing fight, and this is, what, um, this is what I spoke on the very, very last time that I, I don't know what you call it, a sermon net or whatever, at church, you know, I spoke on this, and I said, when you are birthing, when you are carrying a child, like when you right. have a dream, and this is how I talk to these people, because one thing that we have to begin to realize is who we who we are. Like this is something y'all say all the time. This ain't new. Erica's always saying this. Sam's always saying this. I, all of y'all say this, but you have to understand that for me, 
because of my experiences, a lot of this stuff has just been rhetoric for me up until right now. Mm-hmm. This has been rhetoric, but see, now it's real to me. This is real in a way you all probably will never be able to understand. And so I'm seeing now that you do have to know who you are. You do have to recognize your position and the responsibilities that comes with that. And I told them, I said, you know, the reason why there's a very select group of people after this group, the particular people that are here are very intentional. I said because um, I have a separate relationship with everybody in this room. I don't know all your person. Some of you all I know more than others what's going on in personal lives, those type of relationships. I said, well, what I do know is that you are serious about your children's education. What I do know is how your children behave. What I do know is what, because I taught every single child who was represented in that room, all of them. So the whole time I've been here, I've taught, I've had the pleasure of teaching uh, um, 90-some-odd children. And you know, other children, too, um, you know, like I've been around them, but just being a classroom teacher in the three years that I was here, and I said, I know what I know, and that's why you're here. And I said, you know, this vision right now is being birthed. I said, when a child is inside of the mother's womb, you know, it's still it's protected. You know, you got your food, it's still inside the body. It hasn't made contact with, um, you know, with the world yet you know, with germs and all the stuff they can. I said, so if a child becomes ill inside the mom's womb, it's something that is happening with that mother. That mother has gotten sick. Um, You know, there's something with the DNA coding that didn't go right, you know, or something like that. But once that child is given birth to and it's outside in the world, then now it's coming in contact with all types of stuff, with everything that's in the atmosphere. Um, it's you know all of that, and I said this vision now is it has been first. It's out there now, and I said just like with your newborn baby, you're not going to allow just any old raggedy body to hold your baby. You ain't gonna allow any old raggedy body near your newborn baby because it's too susceptible. Somebody sneezed the wrong way, your baby messing around and get whooping cough or something crazy. You know, I mean, it would it would it will just be too dangerous. You have to be very careful once the baby is out there and exposed. And I said, now this baby, this school, this ministry is out there and it's exposed now. And so I, I have to keep certain people involved to protect it, the village to protect this baby that's been born. And there's also some people that I'm going to have to keep away. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's with anything that we are doing. That's with your self, you know, with ourselves and with our spirits. You can't let everybody around it in your spirit, man. Exactly. Exactly. Amen. 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 Let me tell y'all something I need to buy them. I sent this to, I think, Felicia and Pam, too. Um, I don't know if you ladies have got a chance. I'll send it to every person, especially women, because, you know, we trip, we tripping. But I know Juanita Bynum said as part of one of her ministries, uh, one of her sermons, she said she goes places. And you know how, like, when you do a sermon, they want to fellowship afterwards. They want you to come up in the pastor's office and talk or whatever it is they do. Um, uh-huh. She said, no, nope. I tell them, she said, oh, what well, a word on the street is, you just stuck up. 
because you don't never want to sit in a fellowship. She said, that's all right, but I'm still anointed and I'm still preaching gospel. Thank you. Suck up and all. She said, nope, I don't want to go to your green room. I don't want to have no soup. I don't want to have tea. I don't want to chit-chat. I don't want to know about your problems and everybody else's problems. I, and she said, even if it's in the form of a prayer, she said, I will. I pray every morning at 5 o'clock if I'm supposed to pray for this person that I ain't never heard of and I don't know that I know is messy, then I pick them up in the spirit. God is telling me to pray for them. She said, because this thing is messy and you have to protect your anointing so you can't just be around any and everybody. You know, and it was just wow. It was just amazing the way that she put it. She said, if you want to elevate, you have to shift, change, and protect your atmosphere. Even mm-hmm. if you weren't doing that before, even if you thought it was cool to just be around whoever and whatever before, you you got to shift and protect your atmosphere if you're going to elevate and walk in your anointing and if it's going to be protected. You know something, uh, Felicia, and the one thing about it, you didn't send that to me, but that's the way I operate my life. When I get off this call and Sam, I've heard Sam deliver his message. I'm first of all, I'm praying in the morning for Sam to get on there. Mm-hmm. Then I hear his message or whatever Sam may pray for me. When I enter into my personal church where I fellowship, I sit mm-hmm. there, I hear the message. When they, we do the uh, doxology or the uh, whatever you want to call it, the eight mm-hmm. God with you or whatever you want to do, or however you want to call that thing, mm-hmm. you ain't got time to stand around and, and lollygag and fellowship and, and plan a plan because, you know, there's always somebody in that congregation that's got a negative report or something negative to say. I don't want people to contaminate my spirit because of the simple fact I heard what the Lord has given me to miss. I received the message that the Lord has given to me, and I don't want any interference any blockage, anything to come and try to get me to where God has placed me at for that time. And I come mm-hmm. around for, for people that I know, oh, you just don't tell around the church. I said, no, because that's when a whole bunch of men started, and that's a lot of gossip. Mm-hmm. I can't hear the gossip. I don't need to hear the gossip. I heard the word, so I don't need the gossip in my life. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I've always operated myself like that. Time they say, uh, Amen. The threefold, sixfold, or ninefold. Can you do it twelvefold? Amen. When they say, Amen, oh, <laughs> I'm hitting that door. Going to my car. Uh, don't ask me nothing. Don't say no. Did the choir sing? Don't what, did, what you think about what he said or what you think about that? I don't want to think about none of the uh, uh, above. Mhm. Mhm. That's interesting. Because otherwise, oh, you really interference of what God has already planted in my spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so true. Because she said, uh, she said, you know, that's why, she said, I'm laughing. She said, that's why, that's why I love everybody. Because when I get on TV, I go places, I don't know nothing about you personally. So I love everybody. I ain't got to stick to my nonsense that I done heard about you. Or nothing like that. And the one thing that's funny, because you know the folks that's most negative, they can't wait for the service to be over so they get their tongues to wagging. Oh, oh, they go through it. Oh, they they live for that. 
They live for that. And that lets you know that they are going by the as a form and not a not a form of not of godliness. They just right. doing something to show their faces before man, but they're not tapping into the Holy Spirit and seeing what the Spirit wants them to do. Or how he wants them to conduct. I'm not used to get out there and, 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 and whoop the the pastor with this repeat thing we've been talking about all day long. Or this brother and sister that got up there saying this song or say this long prayer or did this and this. I want to hear what they got, what they done last night or where you saw them. Because I promise you, if you got to look out your window, you probably saw me doing something you had to no business doing neither. That's right. Hmm. But you know, you know, being up in church, that's going to be your greatest of tests. Oh, yeah. Because you got to definitely show who who you are, who you focus on, and that no matter how much um, demons try to knock you off your path, you got to show them that who you believe in and that they have no dominion over you. Because before we got all this material stuff, God had fully equipped us with the things that we needed. You know, live screen TVs and, and all the projectors and stuff in the church nowadays. One of the ladies walks up to the guy and said, "Now, nah, well, I do want you to know, y'all got to put those Father's Day shout outs back over over the thing when y'all get it fixed next week because it was second, so these men won't feel some kind of way." But you know, when I spoke, and I do remember this, when they had these little Father's Day shout outs before I got up and spoke, and the people, whoop whoop, they call it Daddy, whoop whoop, yeah. And so when I got there, I said, now, we've got up here, we've clapped and we applaud, we screamed, and we shot as we was at a football arena for when we heard our parents' name or someone we knew name. I said, but how many of y'all going to sit up here and give our Heavenly Father a happy Father's Day shot up? Do you know there are very few in the, in the church that stood up and applauded for the Lord? Okay. But you act like your daddy, your father, your earthly father created the heavens, the earth, and everything in and between it, and that his law is, is that his word is law. But you forgetting the you forgetting the one who got us here, who created us. We don't even give God the shout out and the praise that he deserves. But you want to acknowledge your your father. You got it twisted. You got it wrong. Because it's not the first June that Father's Day. Father's Day is every day we open up our eyes and you got a living father or you got a heavenly father. That's Father's Day. Our God, a shout out every morning because we come together and we're praising him and we're speaking the words that he has placed in our heart to help guide each other's direction ourselves. That's what Elke is saying. When we take our eyes off him, we begin to sink. When you take your eyes off him, you do sink. And we get it wrong. Yep, that's the truth, man. Ooh, Lord. I agree. That's the truth, God. Lord's right there, man. We want to acknowledge our dads and make them feel like they Prince Uchi and all that stuff, and they got all the, what is it, all, everything that belongs to him. But then again, you're not going, you're too ashamed to get up and let people know that you love your Lord. Okay. Because he heard your cry and pitied every groan. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, this is you know, the one you strong, but you're going to work from it strong. That's what you're doing. There you go. It's being negative, but no, I was just speaking the truth. Because your dad and did all about the garbage. I have a question for you all. And also, I know that you did, 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 did. This will probably um, get you to speak more on it. Remember back in the day when people came together and they all wore white, it was either for the first Sunday of the month, either it was for baptisms, which was still the first Sunday of the month. Okay, now I'm seeing all of these parties popping up saying white parties. And I've been asking people, what is the purpose of a white party? If you think of a, if you think of if you think of the color white, you think of purity. Okay, and I said, and I know all these folks are coming up in here at these all white parties. There's no virgin, so uh, what's the purpose of these white parties? Because. <laughs> For the white part, it's a, a, a color that everybody is supposed to wear. I think it's pretty when they call it white. I do. I think it's pretty. I don't care about pure because they're none of us pure. Okay. And this is true. Wait a minute. Okay. And this is true. But see, too, because like I said, the what I and, and, and everybody being dressed in white, it's a color theme, and it is pretty. But, I mean, it's, it's so many that's been going on. But in the meantime, too, at these parties, it's 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 messed with my mind. Thought of first Sunday and baptism, and they're doing what these white parties are. They're they're, they're totally opposite of that. So that's why I'm just asking. It's just something that people walk up as a theme, a color theme for the party when they want their. Party to look alike, you know, because now they they doing the all black parties, they doing the all white parties, you know, so they just do. This is what they doing now, you know, and it looks it looks good when everybody's a white. It does look good when everybody's a white. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, it it is. And see, for like for me, I'm not a person that wears a lot of white because. As soon as I start wearing, you know, it seems like it, stuff just mag- just get, you know, I just become a magnet. <laughs> that means that you got a five thumbs on both on, on, on every hand. <laughs> but um, it's you know starting off at the party, everybody in white, but then depending on what they're doing at them parties, I almost hate to see how them how that white is looking afterwards. Mm. Well, hopefully they're just going to have a good time. They're going to go home and take the white off when they mess it up. Wait a minute. But then again, though, too, I was thinking back. It was a guy I used to date. He was um, very fair-skinned. And he had told me one day, he said, oh, you just with me because I'm real light. I said, honey, the only difference between me and you, dirt show up quick on you than what it do on me. And he looked at me, he just, I said, would you got something else to say on that? He said, no, I said, right then, you're a human being, I'm a human being, okay? No, you're supposed to tell him all the difference you are a lighter shade of brown than I am. That's all you have to do is be through, through with it. Okay. You know, people, 
Or better than that, if you go to gold scientifically, just say that you will age quicker than I will. No. The, the one I gave him was, was perfect because while he thinks that his color was supposed to catapult him up to a higher standard, that's why I said only, the only difference is dirt sure up quicker on you than what it do on me. That's a slave mentality a way of thinking because, you know, the lighter you were, the more you were you are prone to be in the master's house as opposed to out in the field. Uh-huh. It's just a slave mentality thing. But you know what? I'm so glad my God don't see in colors because he created the colors and he thinks all of them are beautiful. Exactly. It's all different hues and stuff. And when you look at it, all colors come from the color black. So uh, it, this, I, I don't even get off into that, you know, ugh. Whatever. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, the listener for about an hour. Uh, actually, everybody's color comes from brown. There's dark brown, there's cocoa brown, there's olive brown, yes. there's all kinds of brown, but we come from the dirt. Yeah. Basically, everybody came from the dirt. That's where Adam was born. You know, Adam was created from the dirt. Women was created out of the rib. We're all brown people. Kind of lighter brown. Some of you are darker brown, but we're all brown. There's no black and white. If I look at a Bible, it's black. If I look at the pages inside, that's white. Nobody looks like that. No, nobody. If they do, I'll be afraid of them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I got past that black and white stuff a long time ago. We're not. We're human beings. You know. We all we all have mind, will, and emotion. We all have souls. That's right. You know, everybody does. Whether whether they're whether they're uh, born again or not, we all have a soul, a mind, a will, and emotion. And and um, when we become born again, then we got a chance to you know have a life eternal. And to me, that's, there's only two people. There's ones that are born again and those that aren't. Right. And so that's how I look at it. I don't look at it as, you know, you got the world and then you got the believers. Now, some of them say they're believers that really aren't believers, you know, because they're not born again. They say they're Christian, but they don't act like Christians. They act like, well, you know, they act like what they want to do when they want to do it, how they want to do it, you know. And so you got, you got, um, like I said, there's only two kinds of people, those that are born again and those that aren't. You said a mouthful when you said you got the believers and then you have the world. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Because when we're in Christ, we are all one. I don't care what color. Thank you. But we we, we recognize each other's call, and that is the master's call. That's the one that I want to deal with. Right. Right. And and here's another thing. How many people say that... that, um, some people are more oppressed than other people, and that's true. There are a lot more more um, oppression in, in certain races of people, you know, certain, certain I won't even call them classifications, but just uh, from experiences that people have gone through, there's more of an oppression in, uh, in, in certain people than other people, you know. And um, even, even with, okay, um, mentally ill people, they go through oppression. Um, right. You know, or African Americans, they go through oppression. I think different, and I'm not putting people in groups per se like someone's better than anybody else. I'm just saying this is how 
people will categorize other people, but certain classes of of age groups or or um how much money you got things like that that's how everybody kind of divides everybody and that's not right either but what I'm saying is I've seen even on the prayer line sometimes I'll get on and I'm joyful by the time I'm off I'm oppressed again because somebody on the line might be oppressed and I my spirit will pick it up and it's like oh lord please just let us not be oppressed today you know and 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 that's why you know it's so we get back to the fact that we don't want to live in oppression you know we don't want to let the enemy oppress us to the point where we're miserable you know and and that's why it's so focusing on okay when i pray i say god you've already made the path for me today help me to walk through it because i cannot walk through it in my own strength so god Please help me to walk in the path you've got me to go on today because you've already provided it for me to walk on. And so, and then I just, I submit to God and say, okay, God, now you just help me because I can't do it unless you do. You know, all of us in our finite mind cannot comprehend an infinite God and all his plans he's got for our lives, but we do have an opportunity to say, God, help me. I can't do this. And when we do that, then then we're humble, we're submissive, and and we're putting our all our trust on God. And until we get to that point, you know, where we realize we need help from God, we can't do it on our own. We do it on our own. We're gonna <laughs> we're paying God ourselves, and that's a dangerous position to be in. Exactly. Um, anyway. Oh God, 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 be glorified. That's all we. That's all I, I pray that God be glorified. When I come on this call, Amen. I know some people be going through some some struggles, and they need somebody to talk to because they're they're down and out. But God be glorified in that situation and in all of our situations. And the, the Word teaches us that the strong is supposed to bear the infirmities of the weak. Amen. So when my brother's head is bowed down, I'm supposed to. Speak an encouraging word to try and lift his spirit up. And and hoping that the words that I speak and the prayers that I send forth or even the word of God that I share will lighten with what it says, enlighten his his rate that his face. And help him build build them up and let him know we all go through storms. Yes. Even though we think we got it going on right now, you might as well believe there's a storm that is brewing and is forming. So yeah. when you sing, you send up those storehouse prayers back to those storehouse prayers, knowing and having the faith and assurance that whatever I pray for the Lord is already fought that battle, and I got the victory. I just got to go through the process. Exactly. Amen. I got to go through. You got to go through. You might be a little down or whatever. Mm-hmm. You come on there, but hope, hopefully you won't return back to who where you were. Exactly. Because although you know the problem is here, that this is like a person who drinks and drinks and drinks and drinks and trying to cover up their problems. Mm-hmm. Not realizing when they get sober, that same problem that they they're drinking to try to mask that that that, that worry is still gonna be there. Exactly. My dad told my sister that my sister that got killed. She used to be she would drink. She would just get a bottle of whiskey. Mm. She'd just fill it up. I'm like like a cowboy. I'm so sorry. Said, when you get through turning that bottle up, 
Mm-hmm. He said, you believe that same problem going to be there when you come to your sober, sober mind, so you might as well stop mm-hmm. drinking. Here, Jesus. So sorry, Arthur. Oh, we just, her death anniversary was the 18th of this month. So mm-hmm. we did 17 years, but she didn't die from that. Mm-hmm. She got she died from 18 Willa. But the mm-hmm. thing is, that's when she was going through her first divorce. Mm-hmm. She was drink, 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 drink. He said, Ella, stop drinking that liquor because that same problem going to be there. You still got to deal with the situation when you get sober. Mm-hmm. So when she was drinking, everything came straight up right. You, you, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you walk in a Christian walk, you expect to come against these these things, these trials and these tests. Mm-hmm. But you got to realize who you believe in, who you're praying to. Nothing. No. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Now, when I first got on the prayer line today, someone had mentioned about how all of us are going to go through hell at some time in our lives. Amen. And and go through a hard time. Well, the last 16 months when Louis was working at Walmart, he, he got, um, he parted ways with them last month in the end of about the 23rd of, of May. And um, that's, that 16-month period was, for both of us, was a training period, but it was, like, basically, like you said, like hell, you know. And um, the hours were horrendous. I mean, they, they had him every which way coming and going, you know. And with with me fixing the meals and him going to work and coming back home and then getting up bed by 11.30 and then having to get up at 6.30, fixing his meals, send him off to work, and then that's on Saturday, and then, then during the week they schedule them all over the board, and I'm trying to get rest and trying to get a regular sleeping pattern, and I can't do that, and he can't do it, and it just, it just, and it got to both of us, and he come home and he'd be complaining and griping and belly aching about his job. I said, well, when are you gonna, you know, step away from it? And it just, it was on and on and on and on and on, and it just went like that every single time he come home from work. Oh, they did this today and they did that today, and I'm like, oh man, here we go again. And I'm like, and and my heart's going out to him because I know he's an outdoor guy. You know, he loves to work outside and not inside. He's a farm boy, and they had him lumping inside the truck with no lights, with ten feet high merchandise coming down. Mm. And and he's in more dangerous positions there than he is driving a tractor on a field. And mm-hmm. I know that these things are happening, and and they're always recruiting. They always recruited him first because he was such a fast worker, you know. And it just after a while, you know, about a week before he departed, I uh, was at the store in my car crying. I said, God, I don't want, you know, God, I just don't like this place. I, in fact, I hate it, Lord. Hate what it's doing to him and hate what it's doing to me. He lost 40 pounds in, in less than four months. And his back was killing him. His hands were killing him. He's getting headaches, and he was just miserable. And it, just, it was on and on, you know. And physically, he was going downhill, and I could see it happening, and I, Basically, I couldn't do nothing about it, you know. And and to me, that's like living through hell, you know. But now he's he's out and he's working on on people's farms. He's 
pulled mustard for a couple of days here. He pulled weeds out around some apartments yesterday. He's helping a guy with the dock today. He's got another job lined up for him, pulling leaves around fence areas. And so, see, he's doing what he wants to do. And and that puts me at peace because I know he's outside, and he says, my hands don't hurt no more, my back don't hurt no more, you know, and I can get these things done. But we went through that last year, and it was just like, how did, you know, And but you look back at that year, and what happened was how God had molded us becoming stronger in adversity and becoming to the point where we recognize, you know, things. And Louis, would rec- he would say, well, this is just the enemy, you know. And he would bless the people. He had straight A's, top marks, working there. And the boss even took him out. And then um, he just had one day where he was upset about something and he said something. And um, the boss um, took it personally, and they've got spies in the store, and so she took it personally, and the other manager wanted him to stay, thought he was going to unlump that night, and uh, she fired him. And so he's been gone since the 23rd of May. But uh, in retrospect, when we were in Iowa with my mom, Muhammad Ali was dying, and my mom, who's who's a light color brown, you know, we're all brown, but he, you know, and she is Caucasian, and so um, all three of us were holding hands, praying for Muhammad Ali. And I thought, wow, that tells you something about my mama that I didn't <laughs> realize. You know, she wasn't biased about things that I thought she had been. And so we were holding hands, praying for Muhammad, and then about an hour later, he passed away. And that just tore Louie apart. Um, Louis grew up in that era with Muhammad Ali, and he basically said, well, if it hadn't been for Muhammad, I would have never graduated high school because he empowered me to be me, to be strong in who I was, you know, and to have courage and to to uh, get through things. And Louis has always been one to shake up the tree with people, so he's not afraid to speak, and he's not afraid to, to speak up when he has to. And basically he did a lot of that at Walmart. And I think the boss just finally got fed up with him. <laughs> but uh, he was the one that shook up the tree. But a lot of people are acting a lot different now that they work there. And they stand up for themselves more, you know. So, But uh, we were there yesterday, and I looked at the boss. She was coming with her entourage of people. And they all were very, very mean people. You could see it all over their eyes. There's a darkness in them. It's just it's so sad, so sad, you know. But we're on the outside looking in now, and I'm, I wouldn't say I'm happy about it, but I'm just, you know, it's we're in a new season now, and I'm, I'm grateful to God for that. We're out of that season. But then again, you know, with me, with Louie, I, I was so used to, you know, not, I wasn't getting used to him being away so long because we spent so much time together on the farm doing stuff, going for walks and all kinds of stuff. And and now he's getting called back to work again. And I got, I basically got upset this morning. And I thought, well, why am I getting upset? You know, he's outside working, he ain't inside. But there's, there's a part of me that still wants to just, you know, want to be with him too much, you know, instead of giving him his space. So now I got what I need to prepare for. <laughs> um that I can learn to give him more space. I, I, 
I, ha- I gave him a lot of space when we were working at Walmart. He was gone 11 hours a day, so maybe that's why I'm kind of trying to want to spend more time with him. It's just, you know, he's got to work too, so if anybody can kind of talk to me about that, maybe it make more sense out of it. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's just that's your your other half. Tell me about it. <laughs> then again, when the Lord taking him away to go out to work for those long hours, He's teaching you how to be self sufficient and yeah. not be codependent on those those people because you don't never know when the Lord gonna call us all home to right. to rest. You know, right? You know, I like. A, like I, I was talking to my sister. In fact, her husband passed the day, same day as Muhammad Ali. They had been together for the two years. That man had been in my life well since I was what five, six years old. He raised me. Right. He helped raise me, should I say? Right. And, and I feel a loss, but then again, of course, I don't feel the hurt that she had because that was her, her, her soulmate. For forty-two years, she's never known another man. Right. And so the thing is, and you know, I, we were just sitting there talking to her last night. Me, she, and, uh, me, her, and our elderly friend, and, and she was just asking about Diana, how are you feeling, and yeah, 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 and blah, 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 and you know, all those little things like that. Because she never got a chance to talk about it. Right. She never really had a chance to grieve because her children, her grandchildren, my mom, everybody was down there to make sure that she keep her head on sober, or keep her head on straight. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. You got to have that time. She has to have that time to break down because this is new to her. Right. This is new to her. Mm-hmm. She was married to that man with that man longer than she was my mother and father, and then definitely more than since she's been on this earth. So, but she still got to get that time where she can just release and let him go. Right. And you know. Mm-hmm. So it just says the Lord is teaching you how to be self-sufficient and rely on Him and not on that man. Right. You know. Wow. So you look at it like this, and then all in the same token, while he's away, the Lord is is is, is providing so that you could dress your table, so that you could eat, you can keep a roof over your head, lights, water, gas, and cable, whatever modern amenities that you like within this earth, or uh, while you're here on this earth. So he's providing for you. That's true. That's so true. And I have a cousin who was working in Tamco that does the shingles for the house, houses down here, right around the corner from my house. And he don't like working in that place. He rather work outside. Mm-hmm. But, hey, there was a way of God providing for you for those 16 months. But when you, mm-hmm. when he found the time, your time has run its course there, he provided another avenue for him to, to still provide for his household. Right, right. Yeah. Plus, we made new friends. You know, from his work. From his work, we got new friends, so. That might be a good thing. It is a good thing. Because, you know, in order to be a friend, you got to show yourself friendly. Thank you. <laughs> and then you got to you want to be friends with those with like minds. 
I right. used to ask the children, all of all of the friends that I thought I had, um, closer friends with these here on this call, because we all recognizing the call of the Lord. That's true. I don't see you. You're not on my phone every day. You're not visiting my house all up in my business and what have you. <laughs> and my thing is, all the you know about me is what I share with you on this call, and then it's the word what we come to share in, in, in with the word of God. That's because true. everybody's business is nobody's business. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Uh, well, you know, another thing, Arthur, we're coming together to not only feed on the word of God, but to uplift each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, and to correct them. Yeah, we're supposed to. Right. If Renee is going left, hey, wheel her back in. Y'all, she's going left. <laughs> well, if Sherry's going right, then she should be left. Come on, come back, get back in line, baby. You, you're getting off the, you're getting off the, you're getting off the month. Wait a minute. You know? And if also going after that payday, we're going to show him a different payday. Exactly. <laughs> right. We're looking for that payday where we go. We we we're looking for that payday when the Lord crowned us, crowned us worthy. You know, He has already Thank shown you that you're worthy because you 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 you're seeking after Him. Yes, right. right. It's not a it's not a ooh. Did you hear what so and so did, or did you see what what she did, or what she had on, or what did she wear? <laughs> it's, you know, it's 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 a it's a meat field conversation what we have in the morning. It's not an empty calorie one. The foods that we're eating on this call is convenient for our spirits, our bodies, and our souls. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to worry about eating too much and then it's going to make us fat or it's going to run our blood sugar or blood pressure up. Sure. This is the food that's going to keep everything regulated right within our systems. If we walk the walk that we are talking on this call, mm. you know, because some people could say anything and then they're going to do something contrary when they get off this call. And I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm stepping on my own toes a lot of time when I, when I say that. But I'm, I'm still trying to press towards the mark of a higher calling. Sure. And that's in Christ Jesus. Now, I'm not going to act like I don't see because I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to let you know, Arthur, that my uh, sister-in-law smoked, and um, she was spirit-filled. You know, just because people smoke don't mean that they're not following God. You know, and, that, and that's the whole thing. People judge by what you're doing instead of by who you are in Christ. And they're looking at the outer instead of the inner man. And if you're yeah. struggling and if you're struggling with, with cigarettes, you know, that's that's your battle. You know, that's where your battle is. And mine mine is with uh with um getting regular sleep and 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 eating properly and and things like that. That's what I struggle with is getting getting to bed every night at the same time and for me, that's important. I have to have that structure. Otherwise, I just, I'm tired and I'm cranky and I'm moody and miserable. <laughs> you know, and that may be small for somebody else, but for me, I'm, see, I'm bipolar, so 
Uh, my doctors many times would tell me if I'm not on a, a specific time every night to go to bed, get up, my brain, you know, my brain has to get adjusted to all that. And like I said, when he was working, that was the worst time for me because, you know, I was getting up at 6.30, going to bed at 11.30, and I'm like, I can't do this, you know. And and then he'd work from 2 to 10, and then he'd work from 8 to eight to 5, and then he'd work from from uh, 10 to 7, and they would just switch his hours all over the place. And that was just, it got to me, you know. And uh, then this morning he, he was going to work at, you know, over at our friend's house at 10. And then another guy calls and says, I need your help. And then all of a sudden he's doing two things. And then I'm like, I didn't, you know, my mindset was back on, okay, 10 o'clock, got to be there, got to be there. Because, you know, he was always working. And I think, we got to get going, let's get going or something, you know. And so my my mindset went back to, okay, he's got to be there, he's got to be there. And Lisa just take it easy. Just give him a call and see if it's okay if I'm running late. And he called him and said, yeah, no problem. I'm like, oh, where did that, you know? And it was a, a learned learned behavior from Walmart that I was stressing over the time clock of getting him on work on time. And so now I'm having to readjust my thinking again to, hey, we're not going to Walmart. He don't have to be there exactly at 10 o'clock. You know, there's a leeway. He can call him and say, hey, I might be a little late. No problem. Come over when you can. You know, there's around here when you're farming, things happen, you know, and, and so you, there's there's more of a laxness. Um, and, like, when I lived in Iowa and Cedar Rapids, everything was fast-paced, 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 and Walmart was the same way, fast-paced, fast-paced. And so now I'm having to get in that inner innerness of myself again and say, okay, you have to walk in peace now. Come on. Let's just walk in peace. Be calm. Take it easy. Enjoy your day. Don't make it miserable. It's your choice. You can do that. You can be miserable all day long. And and uh, that's why I called on the prayer line. I thought, well, I'm just, just going to call on. Cause I, you know, I needed the encouragement today. And so here I am. You know, and that's why I'm here, because I do need the encouragement. I do need people to, you know, and, I, and, I, and I'm learning that you guys actually care about me and, 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 and stuff, because for a long time, I was being offended or I was being arrogant or I was just being plain mean to people and didn't even understand why. I couldn't even understand why, but, you know, it was just the enemy stuff at that time, and, and uh Hadn't, hadn't softened me out enough yet, you know. But I, I think I, I think I've gotten to the point where now my heart's softer and more more um, teachable. If that's the word I'm thinking of, and more teachable and more open to hearing from other people instead of shutting them out. But there was the enemy trying to block your ear from hearing what the Lord needed you to hear. Exactly. And and, 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 and and now that you can accept the chastisement of the Lord, exactly. you can appreciate it because now you can grow. You're starting to grow. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to get on off the call so I can get up and do something around here and go over here to this nursing home and see about my father. 
Sure. And we both say the same. I'll, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank right, you. Okay. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello. Did everybody hang up? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, it sounds like it sounds like you like people may have thought that um he, everybody you know that the call was over. <laughs> they got they got quiet. I know. I'm like, okay, what happened? Everybody gone. See how they do. <laughs> That's all right. Did you do prayer requests? Well, that's the thing. We got through like one, and then the conversation just turned, and it was like a three-hour conversation that went all over the place, which was good. It was great. I ain't mad, but I'm just saying I don't. I don't think we ever finished the prayer request because you know we started to have such a rich conversation. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think we ever did. To be honest with you, I don't think we did. All right. And you're like, okay, but so are we going to? <laughs> That's how you sound. <laughs> All right, I know we did, but the question is, are we going to? Okay. Well, there's still besides you and I, there's still two two other people on the call. So. Oh, okay. All right, well, if you've got my personal number or Pam's personal number and you would like prayer, please do not hesitate to send us a text. But in the meantime, would you pray for me? Yeah. Yeah. Hang on one second, please. Let me just. Oh, shucks. That wasn't a prayer. I almost dropped my laptop. Oh, Jesus. Come on, oh, man. I just got it a week ago. You know I can't afford another one. Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. Hang on one second. I'm just washing something down. I don't want to choke. I'm already having dry throat issues. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Okay. Father in heaven, gracious heavenly Father, we thank you today. First, we want to just thank you for being here. We want to thank you for your protection. We want to thank you. We want to thank you for your many blessings that you just continually, continually, continually bestow upon us. We want to thank you for your guidance and your direction. We want to thank you that you are protecting our hearts and you are protecting our spirits and that you are protecting our soul, minds, bodies. We just want to give you all of the honor, the glory, and the praise that is due to you today, Father. And with that, we come humbly before your throne of grace. Lifting up our sister, Pamela, we just want to take this time to thank you for her life. We want to thank you that you saw fit to share her with us. We want to thank you for the gift that you have planted down in her spirit 
that she is so willingly sharing with us every day on this call. And we would like to ask today that you just move in a mighty way in her life, that, one, that you just give her peace, that you give her peace with where she is, whatever that is in you, whether that is physically, spiritually, or otherwise, emotionally, we ask that you just give her peace. As you continue to move, as you continue to arrange and rearrange things and orchestrate her life, we ask that you just remind her constantly that you speak in her ear constantly and that you just remind her that even though at times it may not seem to be so, that you are still in control, that you are still in the blessing business, that you are still aware of her her pains and her issues and whatever it is that she is dealing with, that you have not forgotten her. You are aware of those things and that you are still very much in control. But at the same time, just show her as you see fit the vision for her life so that she may walk in accordance with what it is that you would have for her to do. Help her to have a sensitive ear, a sensitive spirit, so that she knows what direction that she is to flow in, so that she is not just pushed about, so that she is not confused as to what it is that she is supposed to do. Place the right things in her lips, the right people around her to elevate her, to be vehicles and tools to elevate her through what she says, what she does, and whom she associates with so that she is elevated to where you would have for her to be. And at the end of the day, Father, we just ask that you grant her eternal peace, joy, love, and happiness so that she may walk and be a beacon of light to others to draw them to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hello? Yes, it's just us. I guess it's just us speaking. Right. I've just been doing stuff. Oh, okay. We thought it was just us. We thought, shoot, everybody left the party and left us to clean up. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Well, since we have this little triangle going of three of us on the phone, Sam, why don't you pray for Erica? Erica, or um. Felicia, good God, for Pam, please. I figured you'd get it sooner or later. You know, she's a little slow. Sometimes, sometimes. Sure. I am praying for Pam. Hurry up, go see, she did go shadara, go de she did go send it go hold run to go see, she did go see, she did go see, she did go see, she did go none to the gun 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 to the go see, she did the gumbraka, she did go see, she did the gumbraka. Haranya said the go see, she did the gumbranda, the go see, she did the gumbraka. 
Father God, let her begin to understand you, Lord. Let her begin to understand you, Father. Let her begin to understand you, Father. Understanding what you're doing, how you're doing it, and even why you're doing it, Lord. Let her begin to get an understanding of the ways of God, of the movements of God. Let the details now stick out to her even more so, Father. So she can see not only what you're doing, but why, Father. Continue to anoint her. Continue to let her be sensitive to your presence. Continue to let her illuminate in her life, Father. So she can rise up and do that which you called her to do. Shout In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. Now, uh, Ms. Sam, can you pray for Samuel? Please. Oh, I think I can manage that. Oh. Hmm. Father, we come to you this afternoon to lift up our brother Sam Farley, who hmm. has so many irons in the fire. doesn't quite know on any given day which iron he's supposed to use. And that's where you come in, Father, to to select the iron he is supposed to use for that particular day. So that he doesn't have to to worry himself about it, so he doesn't have to to be concerned. Is Is he selecting the right one or not? Father, we thank you for for his for his obedience, for even when when he stumbles a little bit, even when he falls back on himself, that he writes himself and turns it back to you, Father. Because like so many of us that have been through the struggle, are going through the struggle, when we try and take care of it ourselves or trying to resolve it ourselves, up making it worse. And then we just come back to you with a bigger mess. And so if we come to you in the beginning and seek your direction, we will save so much time and so much anguish, but we are human and therefore we will continue to make that mistake from time to time. So thank you, Father, that you use him as an example for the rest of us so that we can see what happens when you stumble, when you fall, when you get back up, so that we can see what happens when you try to do it on your own and then remember, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I need to to, to take this to to a higher level. We thank you, Father, for allowing him to be the example for the rest of us, to see what happens in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Father, we continue to pray for health and wellness for him, for his household, and for his family. May he enjoy these 
these days, these, these last days of his child as a child before she embarks on this new journey in her life. May they find this time to be special. Something that they'll be able to look back on one day, hopefully with fond memories. Continue to pray for his obedience, for his patience, for his understanding, for his clarity. And we thank you, Father, for always looking out for this child of yours. For this and so much more, we thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, yeah. Thank me for being an example, huh? I heard you when you said You the example whether you want to be or not. Mm, mm. Like I always say, let something that you that you do or say something in your in your walk resonate with others. Mhm. I got you resonating, all right. You on a prayer call? Behave. Mhm. <clears throat> That's all I got to say. I'm finding tools. What you cleaning out? Nothing really. I'm just kind of remembering where I put what I did with them. Oh, okay. Okay, beats and tapas. I want tapas. Apples. Okay, so you gonna pray for Sam? Where she go? She just disappeared. It's her birthday, you know. She on another another level, huh? It's her birthday. It's her birthday. She had that had that caffeine Starbucks. Now she just combobulated. Lisa, you still with us? Uh, I'm on a caffeine high. She went so she had that adult the the big girl's drink. She's like, hi. <laughs> you were hot a whole entire mess. Girl, I had me a Starbucks whipped cream. Lord, that whipped cream, girl. Mm, Yeah. Lord, I'm going to tell the whole truth that God loves. I'm going to be honest. This whole time we've been on the phone, first of all, you know, I snuck out the house early. Uh, You know, I just left because I was like, I'm going to have my drink. I done been to the Dollar Tree, bought me a new stylist for my brand new computer. Yeah, hey, baby. I bought a Coke, so I got this coffee and a Coke. I got me a breakfast burrito from Shake and Shake. Yes, that is good all the time. All the time. Make no mistake. And I still got $8 change left over. Shut your mouth. So that she can go buy her a case of Mountain Dew. (laughs) She going to open some Mountain Dew bags. And thanks to somebody with the initials. Now, we're not going to say no names because, you know, that's just tacky. But thanks to somebody with the initials PJS, I'm going to the gas station to buy sunflower turtles. Uh, <laughs> ooh, not at the gas station. Well, I got to send you that website. Yes, 
That's all I got. It's a gas station, man. I, that's all I got. You know, they sell, they sell them at Walmart. Oh, yeah? Go in the nuts section. not charging the battery back properly, then yeah, that would be the alternator. Yeah. Well, we... Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm talking about. Distraction. Distraction. And I ain't going. The enemy can do whatever. I'm going to go forth with this. I'm going forth with this. See, you and your distraction, Jack. You need to go get your electrical system checked out. Elect- that's different. Yeah. I just paid these people to that's different from what they already did. You got um, you got somewhere on this is it's on your on your dials. It's got voltage or electrical charge. It might even have a battery. You see that thing up there? In one of your one of your things on the dashboard. Oh, uh, no, nothing is lit up or anything. Like the car started, like it went uh, uh, twice and then it started. Well, I'm saying look on your dashboard, and you got a lot uh-huh. of dials of meters. Okay, one of them should have, like, a, a picture of a battery or something. I'll get, you probably got I don't like a little icon of a battery. Just, okay. No, uh-huh. I don't see that. I don't know. There's up there that should show you the charge on your battery or your voltage chart. Okay. I don't know. I don't see anything. I'm looking all around. I don't, I don't. You might need to. Um, no, it should show. Well, I mean, you, you probably got a newer car, but I know, it's. I don't know what it looks like, but it's, it's something should mm-hmm. up, show you. You know, if your if your battery's taking a charge or not, or if it's um, putting out the proper amount of volts. I know in older cars, you know, because see, that's all I'm familiar with. That's all I have. I ain't like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, because when I went to. Huh? I've never seen that the the um you know what he's talking about on the newer cars. Like if your if your battery is is receiving the charge or not. Okay. Unless, you just... unless yeah, unless unless you receive the unless your um you know the indicator comes up, you don't know if your battery is charging or not. I see. Okay. See, that's all right. So all right. Cause yeah, so you know what I'm talking about, but like you say, you don't you don't know it's not on the newer cars, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they checked it. Like I just got the car fixed. Well, I picked it up a few days ago, and they they checked it. They still checked the battery. Well, again, if, if the alternator, see the battery. The only purpose the battery serves is to start the car. Once it starts, then the alternator kicks in and it runs the car. 
So oh. literally what you should be able to do, even though I know you're probably not going to do it, is, and that's another way to do it, you can start your car and disconnect the battery. And if, oh. if the car continues to run, then your alternator is putting out enough juice. Your alternator is supposed to put out enough juice to run the motor and recharge your battery. Okay. And if you disconnect the battery cable and your car cuts off, then your alternator is not producing the way it needs to. Okay. Actually, I know you're not going to do all that stuff, but I'm just explaining the process to you. And I want you to know that I appreciate it. Not a problem. <laughs> yes, I do, Jesus. But with starting the car, if it's you get that that could be your starter. Um, you know, cause I, or if the battery's not going, not you know, charged enough, then that could be your battery. Okay. So you know, the starter, if it's if it good, or you get nothing, then that could be the starter, because it's got like different positions in your starter, and if it's going mm -hmm. out, it's hit a bad bad position. It hit okay. a bad position, then it starts up, then it's a good position. So that means it's your starter. You know what? How about I get a pogo stick or a skateboard? How about that? Oh, Lord, I almost said something. Mm, mm, it's, mm. It's, a, it's a distraction. It is. I mean, yeah. you have to go to AutoZone and have them. If, that's, if it happens again today, just go to AutoZone and let them put your car through, mm. the, um, through the device thing. And they can let you know if it's the starter, the battery, or the uh, or the alternator. There you go. For free. Um, oh, there you go. That's even better. Because yeah, because the thing is, and the only reason why I say it's a distraction is because yesterday I left out the house, knowing I needed two back two new tires for my car. That's mm -hmm. all I was going out to do. Two new tires. Should only been going out and paying um, about two hundred fifty dollars, not even that much, for two new tires. I ended up having to pay out almost eleven hundred dollars yesterday, and I'm just like, you know. And so the enemy is coming at us at different things to distract and to counteract everything that we're supposed to be doing. Because I had a whole agenda, my own agenda for yesterday. But then I had to, then I said that. I said, well, that's, that ain't nothing but the devil. But, again, what the devil meant for bad, God turned it around for the good because it could have it could have cost me more. All the stuff that I needed to get done, I could have gotten into an accident. Mm -hmm. Or the kids could have got hurt. It was like all of these other things. And so... I mean, it's like you. It's like the, your perception, perception. Mm -hmm. of you know, and I was just like, I said, oh my God, the the first thing, oh the devil is so, oh he's just busy. But then I had to, oh you know, but thank you, Lord, because it was my ball joint, my brakes, all of that was just done on on the front end of my car, and I'm just like, okay, that's God, but the devil meant for bad. God turned around based on his that perception, knowing all the stuff that could have happened if I didn't go just for the two tires. So just go and, you know, go and have him run it through the machine, make sure everything is okay, and then, you know, go from there. Go from there. 
Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I want to say this. I'm going to get off the phone. I really enjoyed the conversation today, all the different topics, all the information that was given and everything. It, um, yeah, I'm just laughing at Lisa. Oh, I look like the prayer call going in early today. I just laughed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like, I was surprised. Like, usually hers be over and done, but to show you how God is, you know. So. Yeah. But, um, I just encourage everybody, just continue to stay awake. Continue to let your, you know, let let the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord do into, you know, into your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of every situation, you know, so that your perception is not the way the enemy wants you to see things, but the way he needs you, the way the Lord needs you to see things, so that you can act accordingly, you know, because the perception, the perception is what creates the reaction. All right, now. Speak it, girl. Speak it. So. And that is all I have for y'all today because y'all blessed me today. So y'all be blessed. I'll, talk to, I'll hear y'all tomorrow. Hey, have a great one.
I make a few calls. I mean, if you come this way, I'm going to start working on the damn um, thing. If not, then I guess I'll come out to the building. Well, you're going to end up coming out to the building, though, anyway, right? Well, yeah, but I got something I got to do this evening, so I'm not going to be out. I'm not going to be there all night. Okay, well, what, well, what you want to do? I mean, because I can always come out tomorrow. Would that work better for you? Okay. It doesn't matter because I, I can. Um, I'm trying to think if I want to go ahead and try to do the um, do the uh, teachers' credit union. Are they open on Wednesdays? Good question. Because I they did have some strange, you know, some of the old banking stuff that they used to, you know, banks used to do. Yeah. Well, why don't, why don't you just uh, wait because, and we do, we do it tomorrow because um, we know, you know, if there is something in the P.O. box, then it should definitely be in there by tomorrow. We're going to have to go to, you know, to the bank anyway, and then we can, you know, hit the credit union, and because I think it, you go, your plan is to come out to the building tomorrow as well, right? Yeah, like I said, I'm going to try to, uh, yeah, because I looked on the internet, I can't do anything to Friday what I was doing, and that's outside. I'll probably try to get back over there on Friday. So over I, where? I was doing some exterior work while I've been. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be raining, so i try to do that on Friday. Okay. And, like, if I get over there early today, then that'll, that's fine. And, um, all right. Huh? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll just come on out there then. Okay. Um, out here and go to the credit union or whatever. And I can still come out to the building and piddle around. Yeah, just just say the credit union to tomorrow because I get the I think they might be closed on Wednesday. I think I'm I'm thinking you're right. I'm remembering something like that. Like so that's how all you know banks used to be like that. Right. Exactly. What the hell? All right, I got disconnected. Young people. Yeah, no joke. It was like, okay, where did Lisa go? Hello. Okay, Sam, you still there? No, I'm not here. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant physically because we know not mentally. Um, oh. What <laughs> one? Wow. Oh, wow. But I still love you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Some folks have been cutting up on this line today. We got Arthur's cheese toast curls going on with the sexy tight <laughs> teeth. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> we got we got arsenic Cheerios. <laughs> like, what's going on? I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, Jesus. I'm not going to get another big box of crap. You about to what? My cousin's getting another big box of crap. Hold on, I got to answer the door. Yo, I thought he said a big box of crack. I thought he said he was about to open another big box of crap. That's why I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. 
I sure enough thought he said he was about to um I shouldn't have thought he was about to say I thought he was saying that he's about to um something about a big box of crack. Like, no. No, we don't want cousin to get a big box of crack. Get y'all, man. I'm signing up trying to get my free burger from Ruby Tuesdays for my birthday. <laughs> you like on a mission. You going to every restaurant in DeKalb and get your free birthday meal. Hey, man, I'm online signing up. for. I didn't know until somebody told me about it. I, I need to know. You will let Denny's, too. Yeah, I'm about to get on. Yeah, I saw Denny's on here. Unfortunately, there's no Denny's here. But IHOP, at IHOP, you can get a free stack of pancakes. Man, I already didn't gain ten pounds. Shoot. It it don't even matter at this point. It don't even matter. Be over the hill. Over the hill, man. I'm still fine, but I'm just saying I'm over the hill. Be over the hill. So I gotta tell myself I'm still fine. By your darn self, because I ain't joining you over there. <laughs> you still all right, girl? I'm, I'm gonna be your, I'm your big sister on the young side. I ain't doing over the hill. All right. Oh shit. Come on, let me get my. All right. They don't want to give me my stuff, so forget you. How about I'm going to IHOP? website, Bite Me. I'm going to make this count. If I can't be in Jamaica, gosh dang it, I'm getting me some freaking sweet pancakes. You say you're going to Jamaica on the new beach running around doing what? Don't even <clears throat> tempt me. Tempt, tempt, tempt. What you going to do? Barbecue or meal do? Yeah, barbecuing. That's an old saying we used to say at school all the time. Oh, I'm like, what? Barbecue. Okay, you lost me. Come on, man. Nobody got time for this nonsense. Y'all, what are we doing? I don't you know. You're supposed to be praying for Sam. Oh, that's what you're supposed to be oh. doing? Oh. supposed to be doing. She don't know what she's supposed to be doing. How she don't know? I don't. I, you know what? I got just straight up just ghetto Negro problems today. Why my daughter just texted me, Mom, the water's cut off. I forgot to pay the bill. I forgot. I don't even remember seeing the water bill. I'm like, where? when did we get a water bill? 
I couldn't pay it. I don't. I didn't. I don't remember seeing the bill. Hey Pam, she's gonna got... put stuff in the freezer next. Better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I'm telling you, this is just crazy. Like I don't. I honestly can tell you, I do not recall ever even seeing a water bill. Do you pay your water bill every other month? No, it's quarterly. You only get a bill every three months here. Then you need to put it on your calendar then. You ain't lying. So that even if you don't get a bill, you can, you know, you still know you need to pay it. And dad, they didn't waste no time in cutting y'all stuff off, did they? They don't play. Yeah, they they a trip. In this little video of one horse town trying to cut somebody's stuff off. Like, don't forget you. And then all you have to, like, they'll turn, and then you just go up there, write a check, and then just send somebody, turn it right back on. I'm like, what is you playing for then? They got your attention. Yeah, they sure in the hell did. Because, um, we can't be doing that because that means you can't flush the toilet. That right. And you got somebody got just the right episode of, you know, eight to You don't need something. We're not going to do that. So I'm about to, in just a second, I'm about to head right up there, give you folks a check so they can do what they need to do for my whole life. But at any rate, it's time for me to pray. Yes. All right. <sighs> All right. Let me, let me get myself together, get my focus right. I ain't got that much time. It's only 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. Let me see. That's all right. I got something for you. I got something for you. I bet you do. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, you want to go there? Let's go. Let's do this. Come on. Come okay, on. Everybody needs to take several seats on this phone because everybody going nuts today. I don't know what is going on, but uh, there's something in the air for sure. Maybe it's my birthday. My birthday got everybody going to start crazy. There you go. I'm glad you recognize. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Okay. All right. Heavenly Father, this morning we come before you. Again, we always want to make sure that we give thanks. We want to make sure that we are showing gratitude. As the psalm says, thank you makes room for more. Showing gratitude and saying thank you makes room for more blessings. It makes you aware of what it is that's already good and already things that you should already be appreciative of, things that other people may not even have. So we always want to make sure that we just start off by saying thank you for the things that you've already done for us and recognizing that you have bestowed many blessings upon us and that you did not have to do what you did, whatever the case may be. And we just lift your son before you this morning, Samuel, Father, we lift him, we lift his family, we lift everyone in his seven degrees of separation this morning, anyone that that his spirit touches, anyone that his hands may touch, we just ask that you just bless him so that he may 
be a blessing to others continually as he has already done so much and for so long, for so many years running. And we just thank you for loaning him to us. We thank you that you have seen fit, that you loved us enough to give us someone who is willing to sacrifice so much, who's willing to to go through the fire and the trials and the tribulations and yet still take the time, take the time, take the time to borrow from his spirit to pour so much into others. And we thank you for that. We thank you for loaning him to us as a source of strength and as a as a way, as a resource, as a tool to get to you and to get to understand you by way of the deliverance that he has. And so, Father, we just ask you to continue to protect him, not just to protect him for our good, for, but for his own good. Thank you. Uh, we like to ask that you just protect his spirit, his mind, soul, and body as he continues to press and to forge on. He continues to press and forge on. We ask that you, that you just fill him up with you so that he is able to still continue to go on his path and his journey and that he is able to to stay focused, that he is able to stay focused, stay focused on the road ahead so that he shall not give up and faint before he has completed the task that you will have for him to do. Mm. Clean his heart, Father, clean and make him new. Whatever it is that you may see, that is not to be, we ask that you just do and make whatever adjustments that you see fit. And that is the same for all of us, God, because we have all fallen short and none of us are where it is that we that we need to be. But we just thank you that things are as well and that you have seen fit for us to be where we are. And so we just we just ask that you just continue to keep him focused on the journey ahead and keep him and all of his household. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, so, so now we pray for you. Huh? As I said, I guess now we, you and I pray for Lisa. That's what I was just about to ask. Did did she pray for you? Uh, Yeah, she prayed for me before you did. Okay. All right. Okay, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Father, we come to you today to lift up Lisa. <laughs> I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> I'm laughing at the commercial. I've fallen and I can't get up. You should see her face. Oh, I was about to say, Dad. I know. I was like, I ain't even said anything. <laughs> I was talking. Feel some type of way. Like, dang, man. <laughs> okay. Father, we thank you for for this child of yours who is celebrating her birth here on earth. We first and foremost pray that she has a wonderful birthday, that she is always touched by your love. Father, we, we thank you that she is being obedient and that she is following what you have put in her heart. Yes, Father, we know that there's there's some fear and there's some anxiety, and that is to be expected, but she is not letting that stop her. 
She is moving forward with what it is you have called her to do. And in doing so, she is going to bless so many children in her community. Because what you have her doing, Father, is so needed. These children that have just been just been ignored. They're just they're just a an, a, an attendance statistic to make sure the principal gets gets paid. And she is going to reach out to them and to awaken awaken a part of them that they didn't even know that they had and allow them to, to learn things that they would have never learned in a traditional school. These children are our future, and it starts with one. And Lisa has become that one to reach out and to help up. And through her, a new generation shall be, shall be born. Through her walk, Father, she will lead others to you. Maybe not directly, maybe not on purpose, but it will happen because they will recognize, they will see that glow in her and they'll want to know more about it. And that glow is you, Father. She is, as Mother Regina says, being used in a mighty way. Whether she realizes it or not, she is going to touch a multitude. Others will reach out to her to find out how she did it so that they can emulate what she's done. And the basis of it, Father, is you. You are the root of which this tree is going to grow and to grow strong. So we thank you, Father, for her obedience. We thank you, Father, for her her clarity, for her understanding. We thank you, Father, for her fear because that is what is propelling her because the fear wouldn't be so strong if what she was doing wasn't so right. That is enemy trying to to come at her. And it is because of her faith in you that you can look at it, acknowledge it, and then stomp it out. We thank you, Father, for removing the fear, not letting it get a stronghold on her. It keeps trying, but it's slippery. It's like she has on a rubber suit and it's wet, and and the fear is trying to cling on, and it and it has nowhere to cling to. It just keeps sliding off. So we thank you, Father, for blessing Lisa with this dream. We thank you for blessing New Legacy Academy. We thank you for blessing Lisa's finances. She won't have to worry about where the rent is coming from because you've already worked it out. She doesn't know yet. But she'll be able to pay her rent. She'll be able to pay her water bill if she recognizes it was due. Mm. It's going to help get organized, Father. 
so that you can keep on top of what needs to be taken care of and not have to get caught up in these minor distractions, which can cause so many bigger problems. So we thank you, Father, for Lisa. We thank you for loving her, for providing for her, for taking care of her. We thank you, Father, for your love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. 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 Um, before I pray, she mentioned something that made me think, and you can maybe ask Jeannie or somebody, but I, you might be, you know, you know, schools get so much money for the students they have and attendance and stuff like that. I don't I don't know if Jeannie and them are able to get it, but anyway, if that's something I just dawned on me. You might be able to get that or not. You understand what I'm saying? Well, that, yeah, that comes from the government. Non-public schools, I don't think, get that. Um, I, don't, I know that I won't be able to get that because that's, you know, that's public school education gets that. Okay, I wasn't, I wasn't sure because I thought they got something. Okay. But, she also has different programs she deals with too that give them funding okay. for like extra curricular, extra curricular like title. I remember her saying something about title one programs. Title one funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we may be. You know, I wonder if we have to be because there's different levels of there's there's different levels, and I wonder if we have to be accredited. Like if we have to go through all those steps. Oh well, yeah, possibly not. You know, to become accredited and stuff, and yeah, but no, that's definitely something that is worth uh, more checking out at a certain point. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. So get ready for a five-hour conversation. You know what? I'd be wanting to call her. I'm not trying to be because I really like her and I appreciate everything that she does because she doesn't have to do it. But I just feel like, oh, God, I want to call that, but I just got one question. I just got one question, Jesus. I don't have time to be on the phone for 20 years. Yeah, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to do what you got to do to get what you need. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Father. Anyway. You ready for your prayer, dear? I am, thank you. All right. Yes, 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 I'm trying to go say, for I'm trying to go say, she 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 to go say, run to the gun 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 to the gun
Bora shirere kombrashe direre kosa kandere kose shide shire kandaka. Bora shirere kombrane kose shire kose shire kose shire kose shire kandere kose de. Karandane kose shire kombrane kose shire kose direre komboshe kandaka. Kurende kose shire kose shire kose kandrashe kota. Karandane kose shide shire kohurane kose shire kandaka shire kosaka. Harandir gose yes 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 pavi yandir gondi de gandir 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 gosara. Holy Spirit, help her to flow in that capacity. Help her to understand, Lord, that it's you working through her. Allow your word to penetrate and to keep her where you need her to be at, Father. Speak to her, Father. Speak life. Health, strength, longevity, prosperity, Lord. Continue to keep her, keep her, Father. Let her not be led astray. But keep her, Lord. Let her not be led astray, Father. Let her not be led astray. Let her not be led astray. Let her not be led astray, Father. Yes, as you gird her up, Lord. Randy to go say she to go say she to go say. As you gird her up, she to go say she and rash to go say she and dare to go say she and rash to go say. Harara to go say she to go say she to go say she and rasa. Father God, umbora hara. Yara go say to go rumbarakande. She to go penetrate, Lord. Penetrate, penetrate. Shara to go say. Thank you, Father. Give her the encouragement to stand and to stand there for. In Jesus' name, I Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Yeah. Love anybody else got anything? Mm-mm. 
Okay. Mm. That's the case. I will say au revoir. And I will holler at y'all on a later date. All right. Have a fantastic day. Okay, everyone. Have a great one. Yay. Woot, woot. <laughs> woot, woot. And you have fun on your birthday. I bl- eat yourself into oblivion. Absolutely, because uh, Applebee's owes me a meal from last night. They messed up my, my meal, so they owe me a whole meal, baby. Yes, hunty, yes. <laughs> I want my meal. God bless them. You go get your meal. You're right, because I'm about to give them a call right now, and I want my meal, and I'm looking so down, and I don't care. Give me my meal, and I want a drink. <laughs> and I'm going to go home, and there was a happy birthday list that I have at home for the children. A happy birthday, clean this shit up, stuff up, happy birthday, clean out from underneath in the storage area list. Amen, Jesus. <laughs> so I'll talk to you in just a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, I gotta go, go get in the shower and stuff. So we will we'll talk sometime today. We go, we gonna make it happen today.
I don't even think this is the right account.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.